journey. The journey. Podcast with a promise with Family Promise of Collin County. Today joining us is Kristen Myers, case manager at Family Promise of Collin County. Hello. Mike Oliver, board president of Family Promise of Collin County. Good afternoon. And my name is Lavita Hamilton, your host, the executive director of Family Promise of Collin County. Today, we are going to talk with a past family. Lori is a past family of Family Promise of Collin County. And Kristen, would you like to um, take over and kind of ask Lori some questions or say hello? Sure. Um, Lori, thank you so much for um, talking with us today. We're so happy to have you. Um, of course, thank you. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what brought you to Family Promise in the beginning? Um, well, it was quite some time ago, so I'm, I'm trying to think back, and I feel like I've told the story so many times that it should just be, like, embedded in my brain. Um, so, uh, yeah, we were just um, going through some rough times, the relationship that I was in at the time um, was not a healthy one. It was with um, my son's father. And um, he decided that he did not want to be um, a part of his life. So um, essentially, you know, he abandoned him. Um, come to find out he had abandoned other children um, that he had, like, later on. Um, so we went our separate ways, you know, me and my son and then my girls from my previous marriage. And, you know, we... We moved out. Um, he ended up actually kind of getting us um, evicted. It wasn't anything that like went on record, but we were just suddenly left without a place to live. So um, at that time, um, as well, um, my car engine had died. Um, so you know, just as I had gotten everything moved out, so we um, had made a plan to kind of stay with some family, um, my kids to stay with my parents, and I was staying with an uncle as my dad and I don't have a very um, very good relationship. Um, so we just thought that that would like be best and thought maybe that we could recover after just a couple of months. Um, but uh, the job that I was working just didn't pay enough to even provide us to cover bills and such. So, um, it was hard for me to save up. Um, it took me like about six months just to save up to get that new net engine done and everything in my car. And, um, sorry, really quick, what city were yeah. you in? Um, I was in Plano. Okay. Um, so what led me to family promise, um, was, um, you know, just being, I ended up moving in with my parents and the kids and the environment was really bad. Um, very hostile environment. Um, just, um, I guess my dad, and I didn't have a good relationship and it was very abusive, um, physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, so I knew that we had to get out of there and, um, I had just gotten my car back, just gotten my car fixed like the day before that um, I moved in with Family Promise and um, I had um, received a packet of just some shelters that could help um, and I didn't realize how extensive it was, like how hard it would be to get into um, these shelters. And so, you know, I called around a bunch of places, you know, told my story, did applications and such and, you know, just by chance, um, I think that um, the case manager at the time um, was Jennifer. She called me and she asked for a different person's name. And I said, uh, I said, no, you know, and I told him who I was. And I said, but I had also called, you know, and like left a message. So she started asking me like about me. So it was kind of like a weird by chance that, you know, I answered her call. I'm in the middle of like all these other calls. I've left so many messages. And, like I didn't know who was like calling me back, who we left messages for. I mean, I'm talking, this is a packet of 
like uh, 50 shelters listed, you know, I mean, and it was just very overwhelming. So I had a discussion with Jennifer and she invited me in for like an interview with the director and her and um, kind of just told them, you know, the same background, the same story. Um, and they invited us, to, invited us in to the program and um, kind of went from there and mm-hmm. on the up and up. And so, yeah. And how long were you in the Family Promise Shelter Program? Do you remember? Um, gosh, um, I believe it was like a year. And then we were kind of like on an extended resource program after that where um, you guys still offered us um, some resources in order to get some help for like low-income families and such. Okay. So uh, you were in the shelter program and then you moved into a different kind of a grant program and where it was more of a transitional living type situation. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Correct. Okay. And so the shelter portion, was it you were maybe in that for three months or did you go right into Um, that other, the grant program for transitional housing? uh, No, I think that the shelter program we were in for about uh, two months, I want to say, maybe six weeks to about two months. And then we were moved into the transitional housing um, with the other grant program. Okay. And so combination with it all. Yeah. Yeah. And by that time I was case manager here. So I got to take over with that and um, mm-hmm. and get to work with you and your kids. And this mm-hmm. like, how did the the shelter program work for you? I mean, how how was it like when you first? What was the first day like? Um, or you coming did, into this? Yeah, or your experiences or your, during yeah. that time in the shelter programs? Um, I was having not like what I thought at all. Um, what we did is we rotated um, in churches. They provided um, a space. Some of them had like um, uh, a house that is in connection with their um, church that they used for like youth groups and things like that. And then some of them um, had like rooms or an area where they have like their um, their Sunday school classes and things like that, where we were able to utilize, you know, those rooms. Um, and uh, so it was just a very different experience, but it was, it was way more than I had like anticipated. I mean, at that time I was just begging for a floor and four walls. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, not only did they give that, but a roof <laughs> It's funny. Cause somebody had actually said to me, like, you weren't looking for a roof. I was like, no, at that time I was just looking for a ground to sleep on. So, um, so, uh, we ended up going to this one church that had a house that they used, I think for like their, um, their youth, um, uh, center, uh, they used it as that. And so me and my kids were able to stay in, in one room and we had a bathroom so that, you know, we could get cleaned up and all that. And then there were some people there, they were volunteers with the church and they were there to like, um, talk with us, keep us company, answer any questions. And they had brought in food and then they provided a bunch of snacks and drinks and stuff like that. Just stuff that I was not expecting at all. I still expected to have to provide for my kids on my own. Um, and, that was just, I mean, in any way I could possible, um, enough for us just, just to get by it. But, um, it was just, um, it was very nice for them to provide just anything that we needed. Um, mm-hmm. the things from the program, just like a, a gas card, just to be able to get to work and get the kids to school and things like that. And then, like I said, the volunteers, they all brought in food and we were, I was able to pack lunches for the kids and things like that. Things that I wouldn't have had otherwise if I wasn't, um, in that program. Right. And, how was your experience with the volunteers? Did you feel like that that 
that was a good experience? Was that helpful to have, you know, the volunteers there to talk to? Yes, definitely. Definitely. It was actually the first house that we were in. Um, it was Easter time. So they made like Easter baskets for my kids and got them like, um, each like a package of socks or something that like you wouldn't think would be something that would be needed, but it's like something that is like the most needed, you know, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) at at the time. So it it was great. I remember that specifically. Um, and I, I think they provided them with like a little Easter egg hunt. We went and joined their church and did like their festivities and things like that for the Easter weekend. And, um, it, uh, like I said, it was, we were offered so much more than I could have ever expected. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. I was just looking for, um, you know, like a, a safe place for me and my family just to be able to hold up for a little bit. Lori, but, while, um, it was sorry, great. while you were in the sheltering program, how did your children, how did your children do during that time? Um, I think, I think they did good. They, they thought it was kind of like a fun experience because we got to like move around a lot. Um, and so, you know, I don't think I went into too much like detail with them, but just letting them know that, you know, this is what, where we got to live right now. We're in transition, you know, mommy's trying to work harder, trying to make more money so that we can get, you know, solid place to live. And the one thing I just wanted to remain consistent was their school. And so I was able to being in this program. I was able to keep the kids, I know in their school, so at least they still remained with their social circle and their activities through um, school stuff and functions and things like that. So that part remained consistent. So at least they have that to kind of hold on to, even though in like the evening time and the weekends it was like a little bit different. We didn't have like a place to call home to kind of go to. So, um, but they thought it was a fun experience. Got to meet a lot of new people, new kids, you know. Um, and they were quite young at the time, so they. Yeah, might not have really known yeah. what was going on. How old were they? Do you remember yeah, kind of how old they were at the time? Oh gosh, um, I mean Hayden was probably like two to three years old, and mm-hmm. um, so the girls would have been let's see uh, about six or seven. My middle daughter, and then my older daughter, um, I guess about eight or nine, maybe six. Six and nine, seven and ten, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. So, um, you know, for them, they just thought it was, you know, a fun experience. They didn't really have to know the, you know, the details behind it that adults have to deal with, kind of a mm-hmm. thing. So, we just try, we try to make the best of it. So, and they definitely did. And then when you transitioned into um, the next program after the shelter program, mm-hmm. uh, tell me about that. Um, what what did you want to accomplish in that program? Because I know that you were going to school for something. Um, going into that grant program, um, I was um, required to take um, like a course mm-hmm. um, in order to kind of add on to the education that I already had and some way to be able to um, like improve like my resume to get a better paying job. So, um, I mean, I actually, I do think it helps because the job that I am in now, I can actually use that certification to be able to get a position, um, in that kind of department. I did a HR certification course. Um, like I said, I'm not using it right now. Um, but, uh, my transition through, um, through jobs, uh, definitely helped get me to a better place where I'm able to provide much more for my kids. 
Did I answer that? Yeah, yeah. That no, that was great. Okay. Um, if you could um, let, if there's anything that you could tell the volunteers, maybe um, that you think maybe the volunteers should know. I guess that's my first question. And then my second question would be, do you have anything that you would maybe want a prospective guest that might be coming into the program to know? Is there any kind of advice or anything like looking back? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I think the whole thing was like a great experience. Like, um, I mean, I, I talked so highly of the whole program that I was in, you know, especially the combination um, of like, the, the collaboration, not you and um, CCMC, um, and then the other places have like come together to create um, because it's without the guidance of that program, you know, I wouldn't be where where I am today. Um, so, like I said, everything was kind of you know on the up and up. It was it was all steps, but you know, eventually, you know, I got that certification. I got that better job. I ended up getting. <laughs> Um, getting squared away with, you know, um, a, a more reliable vehicle, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just finances. I mean, in every, every aspect, it seems like I, uh, they brought things to me that like, I didn't know that I'm like, you know, like things that I did need to focus on that would help create the whole program to make it work successfully. Like, you know, adding in the financial classes and adding in the, um, uh, the counseling and things like that. I guess I didn't think going into the program that these would be important aspects to be able to take part in to have the program work effectively. But I, I, like I said, I, I rave about it, you know, to anybody that I ask me about it. I can't say um, any more good things. I enjoyed the whole process. There's looking back on it. There's not anything that I would have been like, you know, Oh, they should have done this differently. Or, um, you know, I, I just, uh, I think every part that came together to create the program effectively helped me in every aspect of my life that I needed. Um, so no, I don't, I don't think I can think of anything or like any advice that I could give to anybody coming into the program other than just letting them know that, you know, it's, it's a great program and it works just, you know, you just gotta, you gotta do, you know, your part. Right. So uh, would you, so would you tell maybe a guest coming into the program that, um, some advice would be to take advantage of all the resources that are offered and, and just, it may be really hard, but don't give up. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. Because I know that there were times and that's when like that counseling helped a lot is because it was, it was very overwhelming. There was a lot that you had to stick with appointments and things daily and, um, I mean, on top of that, you know, maintaining, you know, your daily schedules with kids and your work schedule and their school schedule and stuff like that. So, um, it's a lot, it really was a lot. It was very overwhelming in a lot of times, but it is exactly what you needed to do to get where you wanted to be. It seems like that when you first came into the program, it was like, to me, it would seem like a huge weight was lifted from you and you seemed like it from what you were saying, you had a chance to just kind of catch your breath for a little bit. And it's like, okay, Absolutely. we've got food, we've got a place to live. So okay, yep. now what do we do? Yep. So. That's how exactly how I felt it was. I, it was baby steps, but it was always, you know, working with um, Kristen, my case manager, it was always the next step to, okay, you know, 
what are we, you know, what do we need to do to get to our goal? And, you know, it, it was adding things kind of on my plate, like a little bit at a time. So, like I said, it was overwhelming at times when you were trying to do it all together, but it didn't all come onto my plate at once. You know, it was kind of like, you know, it was just a lot of little steps. And, you know, I'm very happy with where I've ended up now. And you were able, while you were here, you were able to um, start with a new job that paid more money. Mm -hmm. And I know you got that job while you were in the shelter program and then through or towards the end of the grant program you're in, then you got another job that's the one that you have right. now. Yep. So you were able yep. to get a better job, and I know that you had paid sure. off some debt, and you were able to mm-hmm. save some money as well while you were in the program. Yep. Lori, can you tell me, is it, throughout your journey through Family Promise, is there something that was tougher than normal going through this process? Anything that you would recommend that we would change here at Family Promise? One thing that I think was tough for me, but I know is definitely needed was the counseling aspect because I actually continued on with that same counselor when I was out of the program um, because I just, I realized, you know, how much it was needed, but I think it was just, it was hard to kind of like go through like um, all the changes, but I mean, I kept reminding myself, you know, it's, it's, it's for the better. It's for, you know, what's what you have to do for your kids and, you know, and, you know, taking on things little steps at a time. But I think that just talking with the counselor each week was helpful to kind of go through those emotions, but you have to bring up so many emotions from the past. Kind of like I had to dig into well, that bad relationship that I had with my dad which is kind of like where a lot of this is created, like it stems from. Um, so I think that that was difficult um, because you're, I mean, you're just, your emotions come out with, you know, all that bad stuff from your past, mm-hmm. but then you realize that this is helpful for your future and that you don't have to deal with that anymore moving on. Um, I don't know if I completed your question or not, if you um, could repeat it or did I say enough? (laughs) Thank you. That was perfect. I appreciate that answer. And it was a a time or more than one time when you, when you were just thinking, Oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm out of here. And, and what kept you going through the hard times? Cause it can't be easy to go through what you've gone through and, um, and you stuck with it. What kept you going? Um, my kids, <laughs> you know, that's, that was my main focus. Um, it was just, I know, like I said, I kept that one thing consistent with keeping them all in their same school so that at least they'd have like some sort of like grounding, you know, something to come back to, you know, at least, you know, if there was anything, you know, that, you know, that a lot of things that were changing around us. Um, but at least they had that support where they had, you know, their teachers that were familiar and their friends that were familiar in like some of their activities that they were involved with in school and things like that. Um, granted that's changed now, like through the years, you know, as they're moving through the school system, but, um, uh, you know, just my baby, you know, if I didn't have them, I'd have nothing, you know, I'm sure everybody can say that about the kids. <laughs> well, you really put in a lot of hard work and I know that you did it for your kids and you did an amazing job. Thank you. Good Congratulations. job, Mom. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations on that. <laughs> and we thank you. We thank I you so much, it. Lori, for taking the time to talk to us today. Um, 
Absolutely. And we appreciate you sharing your story with all of us. And it was a, again, it was a pleasure talking to you and hearing everything. Yeah, for Thank all of us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that, y'all. For all of us that work in the program, I and mean, this is the motivation that keeps us going. You know, why, why do we right. want to be involved in this program? And it's to hear stories like this to think, man, this is this is awesome, uh, getting people together to volunteer to to help somebody have a better life. Absolutely. I know so many people that I've, like, told my story to. I mean, a lot of times when I was, like, going through it, it was just to kind of, you know, and here's a little bit of backstory, you know, about me because I was going into a new job. And so if I got into a story, I was like, well, just to kind of give you a little bit of knowledge about, like, you know, what's going on. And so, and I mean, it was a mouthful because obviously my story takes longer than just like a minute or two, but, you know, at the end of it, you know, I never really thought about it until people started saying to me that like, that I'm like kind of inspirational, you know, like just hearing my story, um, that that's how they felt, um, after, you know, I was, you know, and that wasn't even me telling them everything. It was just, you know, a bit of it just to kind of give them some background on me. But, um, and a lot of people that just said that it was very inspirational. It has been for me. <laughs> thank you for sharing the story with us. Well, thank, yes. you. Yes. thank you. For sure. And I think, Lori, again, I thank you for joining us in this podcast today. And until the, I like to thank Mike and Kristen for um, doing the podcast <laughs> with us today. Um, until next time, this is journey podcast with a purpose with family promise of Collin County. Mm-hmm.